ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network where I, your host Ted Weston, along with my crew, OG Will, the New Mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, Rep Amy Veronica, the Temptress Witch Ivy, the Executive Nelio Cuomo Costa, the Presenter of the Key, Kevin Key, and the Cuz, Cousin Mike, bring you the best content in wrestling podcasting. It's the indies, it's the pros, it's anywhere you go. Let's jump right in to Rewind Wrestling Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Rewind Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm your host, Ted Weston. I'm here with the new mouth of the South, Mr. Tyler Peters, as well as the cuz, Cousin Mike. We are here to uh, to run through a little bit of who won this past weekend. It, as we're filming this right now, it is the Thursday after All Out and uh, Clash of the Castle and that awful media scrum and Worlds Collide. And uh, I want to talk about who won the weekend, WWE, AEW. Let's uh, let's dive into it a little bit. Um, so what I did, gentlemen, to uh, to get everything started is I wrote down in my notes that everybody should go to watermaneuver.net and they should get their merch from the Rewind Wrestling Store so that they can help us get to WrestleMania 40 in philadelphia and uh, i also wrote down here that everyone should be listening on a podcast platform wherever you can find your podcast because we get a penny per play and it helps us pay for parking for wrestlemania and i also have written down here uh everyone should like comment share and subscribe on the youtube channel if you're watching on goku if you're if you're listening on sportswire find us on social media at rewind podcast w-r-e-w-i-n-d-p-o-d-c-a-s-t so you guys thought i forgot the plugs i never forget the plugs as Amy called me at the last time we filmed, I'm the plug master. Never forget it. Okay. Um, oh, Amy, use code Amy, A-M-Y, to get 10% off your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, events at ccwrestlingfl.com slash events. All right, here we go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, I went to pro. I went to pwtorch.com, right? And I looked up uh, I looked up Wade's ratings for everything because Meltzer hasn't done his ratings yet. I wanted to find Meltzer's ratings for everything. I really wanted to find Meltzer's sure. ratings for everything because everyone else in the world kind of rated Clash of the Castle better than All Out, and I wanted to see if if Meltzer was going to do it, if Uncle Dave was going <laughs> to give WWE the win for the weekend. But he hasn't published his his ratings yet. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why, Dave. Makes you think. <laughs> Um, so, so I want to talk a little bit about, uh, just the general cards, right? I'm going to run down the cards for you guys. Okay. I'm not gonna, uh, we're not going to discuss each match or anything like that. Okay. Um, I'm going to run down the cards. I'm going to tell you, uh, what we ranked everything in terms of star ratings, and then we can discuss, uh, anything that really stood out to us from the shows, uh, the results that came out and, and, and the things that happened over the course of the weekend. And then we'll talk about who we think won for the weekend. So, um, Clash the Castle, uh, six matches on the card. It was very well received by fans. Uh, you had the the team that I've um, lovingly dubbed Bailey's Angels versus Bianca's Bunch, uh, and that was rated two and a quarter stars. You had Gunther versus Sheamus. It was rated four and a quarter stars. Um, also, my notes here from the show, Imperium, yes, right? And rip Seamus' chest. Uh, 
The next match on the card was Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. He gave it two and a half stars. Uh, the next match was Edge and Ray versus The Judgment Day, three and a quarter stars. Rollins and Riddle, uh, holy hell, what a match. Uh, four and a half stars. Reigns and McIntyre, they went a half an hour, folks. Longest match of the night, four and a half stars. Uh, Worlds Collide, the crowd was very, very, very hot. Okay. Uh, they did not provide star ratings for Worlds Collide, which is fine. We can compare the two main shows, right? Worlds right. Collide, you had Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes. And you know what? I, I took the time to watch this show. Um, I actually watched it with my with one of my sons. I watched it with uh, my middle son. And um, and Ricochet and Carmelo Hayes was an absolutely incredible match. And it started off like kind of spotty and flippy stuff, right? And then they transitioned into like this really stiff style. And it was snug. And I was like, ooh, they were yeah. like, oh, I can go tit for tat for this way, so I'm going to transition to this style now. And it told a story about the match. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, then you had the tag team unification match for the championships, Creed Brothers versus Briggs and Jensen versus Pretty Deadly and Gallus. Um, Fatal 4-Way elimination style match. Um, I liked the match, but my one note here is that freaking purple top on the Pretty Deadly ring gear was distracting as hell. I absolutely hate their tops. It's still um, and they need they need to get rid of them. Uh, then I then we had Sadamora versus Blair Davenport versus Mandy Rose unifying the women's championship. Uh, then you had Caden Carter and Katana Chance versus Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, uh, the NXT women's champion tag team championships. And you had Braun Breaker versus Tyler B. And I wrote under under Breaker and B as I was taking notes on that show. I wrote wow. Uh, it was definitely Breakers coming out party, for sure. Um, looked like a million bucks. Ty- Tyler Bate. Um, oh, it was great. Sold sold like crazy for him, and and still got his shine in the match, and it was really well put together, really well done. All right, then we get to uh, All Out. Okay, we've got the Casino Battle Royal with the Joker winning, right? Uh, <laughs> PW Torch gave it this many stars. Zero. Settle. Wow. Okay. Uh, basically said he hated it. Uh, then you had the Trios Championship, the Elite versus uh, versus the Dark Order, essentially, with Hangman Page. Right? Four stars for that one. Uh, then you had Jade Cardigill versus Athena. One and a quarter stars. Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Pinnacle. Three stars. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs, one and a half stars. Uh, Swerve in Our Glory versus The Acclaimed, four and a quarter stars. Uh, the Fatal Four Way for the Interim Women's Championship, Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. No rating. I'm assuming it's a zero stars, but there was no rating provided. So uh, I can't say for sure that was a zero star rating. Uh, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy. Same thing happened. There was no rating provided, so I'm assuming it's a zero. Uh, Jericho versus Danielson. Three and a half stars. Miro, Darby, and Sting versus House of Black. Two and three quarter stars. And Mox versus Punk. Four and a half stars. And of course, we got the reveal at the end of the show. MJF is the Joker. Takes the mask off. And uh, we find out he's back. Right? Um, So... Uh, some big stuff definitely came out of the shows, right? 
Um, well, they they did a lot. They they and they did some great stuff. I think I think that the shows were good. Um, I think that the shows delivered. I think that uh, you know, I I have some disagreements with maybe some of some of these ratings on my end, but I want to hear what you guys have to say about the shows. Um, so Tyler, I, I want to start with you. It's been a while since we've had you on the show, my friend. Um, so tell me who who do you think won for the weekend? What stood out to you about uh, some of these shows? Um, and, and why do you think one side won over the other? I have to go with Clash of the Castle just because I think they had more of the quality matches. And this is not a just pro-WWE, excuse me, argument against AEW. But if you look at that card from top to bottom, uh, you just mentioned it, Ted, uh, Gunther and Sheamus. What a yeah. battle. I mean, those guys were hitting, but they told a story. It, it didn't have to be fancy. That That's a prime example why you don't need a lot of uh, the flippy stuff like we've all mentioned. I mean, you just need two guys that are going to go out there and fight and have that classic yeah. wrestling match that still works today. And I, the audience over there was electric. I, I love the UK passion. I, I thought we as Americans had it, but I mean, they, they sold that place out and they had been waiting. What has it been? Uh, 30, 30 some years. years? Yeah, since 30 years since, they had a, since they've had a stadium show over there. Yeah. Correct. And that's one match. I, I thought Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, the way Roman sold those facials to me, I've never seen him look concerned. And to me, that, that made it because yeah. Drew was on fire. And I kind of liked that they didn't uh, pick Drew. That would have been obvious. I would have been happy for him, but I, I'm enjoying Roman on this level. So, and to me, introducing uh, Solo Sequoia was cool because yeah. they were trying to explain, well, there's no Usos here. There's no Paul Heyman. But we forgot the uh, rumor of the call-up, and sure enough, it makes sense because he's part of that bloodline. He's a brother. So mm -hmm. I loved mm -hmm. it. I, I thought, you know, all the matches were good. I was disappointed in Liv Morgan, Shayna Baszler, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm happy for Liv. Don't get me wrong. But to me, Shayna is uh, probably not the right one yet. I get why she didn't win it. But I love the Ace of Spades, kind of that old NXT version that we're mm -hmm. getting the glimpses of. And so that's just some of the things that stood out. I'm, I'm going to give it to uh, you guys on what you liked. But that's just some quick highlights. But I have to give it to that, that show just because I think that crowd was so on fire. There was just kind of a WrestleMania feel without it being WrestleMania. And like mm. you said, Ted, Imperium, there was a lot of nice NXT nuances with Triple H running it, but yet established guys on the roster. And it was just a good mix. So I came away thinking this was a uh, stellar show. Hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Mike, what are your thoughts on the weekend? It's kind of a new contest. Like WWE pretty much is kind of setting the standard for what needs to go on. This is the second pay-per-view in a row for me with them where I've been like, this is great. This is awesome. I'm not falling asleep. There's people that can actually work that are on my TV. I right. think if AEW were to take notes, I think the... I can admire what they're trying to do with putting on so many matches onto their card because they're trying to get so many guys, so many paydays and everything like that. Right. But I really think that they should just trim the fat and like try to put on their best, like six matches they could possibly put on and leave the lesser talents at home. Right. Like I don't want to pay to see, mediocre wrestling for the most part with like good wrestling peppered in here and there. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I think, I think there's a lot to be said there for that. Um, 
the other side of that coin, I feel like the the Fed, the Fed kind of learned that lesson with the the last WrestleMania before COVID. You know, when it went for hours and hours and hours and hours, and so they wised up. They said, "Listen, we want to put all these guys on the show. We're going to have to do two nights because the fans aren't digging it. You know, they're dead. They don't want to do. They don't want to deal with that. You know, um, and I think that that kind of definitely played out. Now, listen. That being said, I think. Uh, I think the AEW card was good, right? Like I, I didn't get to watch all of every match, but I watched, I did my highlight reels. Right. Um, and, and uh, a couple of friends of mine uh, like recorded the whole show while on they paper, were, while they were watching great. it. Yeah. Right. Well, hold on. Uh, a couple of my friends recorded the whole show while they, while they, you know, when they ordered it. So they, they had the kind of the camera set up. I won't say who, um, and so they they sent that to me, and I I wasn't going to take an additional four hours out of my week to to watch this entire show um, in my show prep for tonight. Uh, I just I just didn't have the time for that. I, you know, I have I have parental and professional responsibilities to attend to outside of this podcast. But um, but what I will tell you is that um, the trios tag match was awesome it was it was it was well done it told the story the spots were right um do i think that the super kick stuff gets eccentric and gets a little overdone with the bucks yes the super kick party thing is is now it's overplayed you know it's like your favorite song on the radio getting remixed by a dj in hopes of it getting another couple of weeks on the billboard top hits yeah Uh, so i feel like that that gets a little oversold but that's okay um, I think that Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Pinnacle was much better than a three-star match. Um, I, I think that all those guys put on a hell of a show. I love that Samoa Joe came back and that tied together. Like, like that's the storytelling that we don't we hadn't always gotten from the WWE, but AEW's done a really good job of, of planting a seed and then bringing it back, and then planting a seed and then bringing it back. Joe coming back and and feuding with Lethal some more that worked for me um uh swerve in our glory and the acclaimed incredible incredible i mean it was a it was a spotty match i mean we we can't say it wasn't but but it was an incredible spotty match and and this is where this is where you know all of my haters especially those my haters within our own rewind wrestling network family okay think i hate flippy shit i enjoy it i just don't want it to be the entire show if you are not you know if if you're building your show correctly and the spot matches are plugged in in the right spots and they are growing to make you climax at the top of your card then i'm okay with it right um that was a fantastic match uh jericho and danielson was never going to be bad you know, like there's no way they have a think, bad match. Yeah, there's two three star rating is necessarily a rating for a bad match. Right. It's just that it probably didn't do anything to go above and beyond. Right. And that's and, why it got Yeah, that's a good point. Mike. Exactly. Exactly. Now, and then you have Mox and Punk. They they went out there and had a war. And it was and it was a well done war. I you know and I am one of Punk's biggest critics, right? 
I, I remain that way. I still don't like them. I like them even less after this last weekend. Okay. Um, but what I'll say is that he's never been bad in the ring. He's never been God's gift to wrestling. He's not Kurt Henning. He's not Bret Hart, you know, but, but he's never been bad in the ring. And frankly, Mox has improved in the ring so much since his initial run with the shield, right? He has grown tremendously these last couple of years, um, including his, his championship run in WWE. When he held the, the big strap in the WWE, he was getting better. He was, he was doing much better work. And I was a huge fan of that version of Dean Ambrose until they started doing all the super gimmicky shit because he was on his way out and Vince wanted to bury him. Okay. Um, so the, this card was not a bad card. If they had just had those matches on the card, sure. we would be having a different conversation right now. Right. But instead we got this casino battle Royal, you know, ladder match thing that has in years past been a very cool match. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but the way they did it with the Joker and the, the retribution 2.0 coming out and the black ski masks. And, and, you know, like, I was like, Oh, is retribution here? You know, like I'm skimming through the show and I'm going, is retribution here now? Like, what's up? I didn't think Are they going to apply way, a chainsaw yeah. and cut open, cut the ropes up. They, they could have, I, I did not draw the parallels, but that's very interesting. Now that you brought that up retribution, I, I wasn't even uh, putting the two together, but now watching it, I can see the mask and everything. Yeah. 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 Um, not just that. Like, that mask has had zero stakes. Yeah. Like that match has just had zero stakes from the get go. I've and like, we were talking about it in the car. Yeah. Like I feel like whoever wins that match should get the title shot all out the following year. Yeah. I could build that guy all year long and get him ready for that spot. Yeah. Like, how is MJF not in that title tournament? That makes because no he doesn't sense need it because he has, because he has the chip. It's like money in the bank. He can cash it in whenever. Yeah, it's their version. So he doesn't need to be in the tournament to get a chance because he has a chance. It's guaranteed. Um, I, I'm glad to see him back because, you know, there was oh, those rumors. And, and who knows? Yeah, because he's been one of the bright spots that, for AEW. So they needed him. This was the right moment. I love I love that it's become a work shoot. I love that he went on Wednesday Night Dynamite last night and – you know, and called it the the bidding war of 2024. You know, yeah. I, I that that's the kind of shit that draws the fans' interest, especially the smarks like us. Oh, like it that's, does. That's yeah. what that's what brings us in. And I loved that the crowd. He was like, "I said some things last time I was here," and the crowd, you could hear them clear as day. You were right. You were mm-hmm. right. You know, the whole time. And uh, and you know, I I. I loved it. I loved the whole the whole gimmick. Yeah, he's got um, him in the palm of his hands. I mean, that to your point, to what you guys are talking about. I mean, when the fans are that invested, when he actually made me buy in that he was going to actually tease a babyface kind of turn. That's how compelling he was. And then mm-hmm. when he started being more MJF, I was like, you know, this is perfect because even I got hooked. This is yes. great. Yes. Um, but I mean, you talk about you talk about that match. You talk about Jade Cardio and Athena. There, there was almost no point to having that match on the card. It was, it was mere minutes, and yeah. and yeah, it is what it is. 
Um, Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. I know why it was on the card. Okay. But this is something that they could have paid off on one of their um, dynamites, big to do dynamites, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the interim women's championship match, I don't think it went that well. Uh, Christian Cage no. is hurt. So they could, they had to trim down his match. That's why they did the whole thing with Luchasaurus. I get why they did it the way they did it. I think that uh, it just leads us further down the road to get the payoff. Um, and listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Miro, amazing. Darby, amazing. House of Black, amazing. Right? I love Sting. I've loved Sting since I yeah, was freaking, well. you know, seven, eight years old. I'm with okay? you, my friend. I, I've had this thing since a freaking WCW house show in 98. Okay? I love Sting. Should he be the second to last match on a pay-per-view that you consider your WrestleMania? I'm starting to wonder about that because I'm like you. As much as a mark as I am for Sting, I'm like, you know, they booked him well, but when is it getting to be too much? Yes, yes. So, in my opinion, this card was just too long. This card was too cluttered. If they had trimmed, like like Cuz said a few minutes ago, if they had trimmed just a little bit of this fat, it would have made all the difference. And we would be having a completely different conversation. But I think that hands down, WWE wins the weekend. And I think that the media scrum afterwards, which we're going to, we've, you know, we've talked about in a separate video. We're not going to dive into that. Um, you know, the media scrum afterwards solidified that. Because the backstage BS in AEW got aired out like dirty laundry. And it did nothing but hurt professional wrestling. Yeah, it overshadowed what was some good matches, like what yeah. we're discussing. That, that's the issue. It, it took away from it. Why do you want to do that? Exactly. Like, because I think you said in the in the group chat, you know, everyone's talking about the scrum. No one's talking about how good the WWE shows were this weekend or how good All Out was this weekend, you know? And it's bullshit. Done with it. Like, you know? two days into it, and after I finally took the time to watch, like, the promo and everything like that, I have my thoughts, like like I said, we'll save it for the next video, but like, what the fuck is AEW's future going to look like in the next three years? Because well, me, I, think, I think it's going to be punkless. <laughs> I, I think so. Not just punkless, I think they're going to be elite-less. And to be honest, they don't need the elite for the ratings. They get a million rate viewers without the elite. Right. And they really don't add anything to the show. Right. Well, and my friend, that's fair. I feel like in three years, it's probably going to be everything we want to impact to be in terms of like wrestlers with ability and everything like that. Like, I really, I really hope he strips their EBT title, EBT titles. Like, I really hope that like moving forward, Tony Khan just takes the reins of everything and starts being a boss. Instead of letting other people influence them. Mm. Well, fans, listeners, viewers, tell us your thoughts. How do you think this weekend went for professional wrestling? Who do you think won the weekend? Okay, in the it's not a war war between WWE and AEW. 
We want to know your thoughts. Comment in the video below. Hit us up on social media at Rewind Podcast, W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Remember to go to watermaneuver.net, get your merch, go to ccwrestlingfl.com slash events to get your tickets for Coastal Championship Wrestling all over the Eastern Seaboard. Use promo code Amy, A-M-Y, to get 10% off. And we will catch you guys next time here on Rewind Wrestling Radio. 